I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Our last story today is a musical one that I knew only a little about until a few weeks ago. The subject is a Brazilian singer named Chim Maia. It's pronounced Chim but spelled T-I-M. I knew one of Chim Maia's songs, a cool soul number called O Camino do Bem. Now the record label Luacabaf has released a large collection of Chimaya songs. The guy who runs the label, Yale Evelev, heard I was interested in speaking with Chimaya. He called and left a voicemail saying that Chimaya had died in 1998 at the age of 55. But Yale Evelev offered a few other people who knew Chimaya and would be willing to talk. We'll hear from one of them in a moment. But then Yale proceeded to relay a story he had heard about Chimaya. This is the late 60s now. Apparently, Chim Maia returned to New York from London and paid a visit to his record label, Phillips. He went to England and got 200 tabs of acid, and when he came back, he went to Phillips, and he went into everybody in the record company's office and said, open your mouth and stick out your tongue. I'm going to give you something. It's not addictive. It's not going to harm you at all, but it's going to take you to a beautiful place. And so he gave everybody a tab of acid at the, at the record label, and uh, he said, I freed, I freed the record label. Someone who performed with Chim Maia early in the Brazilian funk master's career was Roger Bruno. He says his story left on my voicemail rings true. Yeah, I mean, when, when Chim believed something, Chim believed something. And he believed it all the way. He would get further out than anybody else. <laughs> you could see that he had the potential. You know, it was all there. But he, uh, when I knew him, he, he hadn't gotten anywhere near where he, uh, he would uh, turn on the entire office of a, of a record company. <laughs> These days, Roger Bruno lives in Springfield, Massachusetts. But in the early 60s, he and Chim Maia were in a band called The Ideals. They were both living in Tarrytown, New York. A young upstart musician, Maia had come to the U.S. from Brazil in the late 50s, but he got deported a few years later for drug possession. As Roger Bruno says, Chim Maia was out there. To get a musical sense of that, here's a track... Brother, father, mother, sister. Father, yeah. Every time I call you home, you are saying true devotion. Yes, the way. Wake up, Africa. Now, today. Chimaya's deportation back to Brazil in 1963 turned out to be a good career move. He scored a bunch of hits back home. Ironically, says Roger Bruno, much earlier, that's not where Chimaya wanted to make it. I think he wanted to make it in the States. I mean, that was, he really had that dream. And uh, and, he, and yet, musical culture in Brazil is so fertile, and, yeah. and there's so much going on there in its own right. Yeah. It's kind of funny that he would leave a, a, leave a country like Brazil that yeah. has so much going for it musically yeah. to come here and try and make it musically. Yeah. Well, I think I think that he heard outside of the Brazilian rhythms and I think he heard outside of the Brazilian culture. And I think that that uh, probably had something to do with his wanting to be here. Right. I mean, the, this collection that's coming out right now uh, from Luaca Bop Records has more songs on it in English than, yeah. than in Portuguese. Yeah. The dance is over There's a lot to live. 
So Roger Bruno, I mean, his music was brilliant. Pinpoint for us, where was his genius? Where did his, where did his genius lie? I think that he could kind of visualize things that, that uh, other people at the time couldn't. And I think that he wasn't afraid to to get out of a mold. I mean, that whole idea about putting uh, uh, pop sensibilities over Brazilian, I mean, nobody was really doing that. And he was never afraid to, to make that leap. To my way of thinking, that's the mark of a, of a true artist, somebody who's not afraid to take that step. When was the last time you two spoke? Oh, gosh, in probably in 64. Oh, right. So it's been ages. Oh, yeah. And uh, we, uh, we went our separate ways. I mean, I didn't find out about his career until fairly recently. Uh, a guy named Alan Thayer, who uh, wrote a piece for uh, Wax Poetics, sent me an email. And out of the blue, I get this email. And, and uh, he says, are you the Roger Bruno who wrote New Love with, uh, with Chimaya? And I was, I was totally floored. And uh, I had no idea. So mm. I said, yeah. And so things kind of progressed. And then I st- started finding out more about his career. But I, ha- you know, I have to say one thing. My time with Jim, he was very focused. He was very um, clean cut, wore a tie. I mean, you wouldn't believe it. Uh, um, always very punctual. I mean, I'm told that uh, later on that was not necessarily the case. Um, always had his his eye mm. uh, on the prize. You know, And it, so uh, apparently he developed further. <laughs> it, it is pretty remarkable. I mean, despite all the antics and the anarchic nuttiness that, that Chimaya thrust on others, I mean, the, the music on this collection makes me wonder where has it been all my life? Because uh-huh. it, the, these are wonderful songs. And, yeah. you know, your your story about, you know, not really knowing kind of a, about the music career. Yeah. But what do you think that says about the music industry, industry today, that there are all these like great well, artists that we don't ever hear about until yeah. kind of it's too late. Yeah. You know, the industry is always looking for packages. You know, they're always looking to package something. And um, they're always looking for something that sounds like whatever number one was last week. You know, and if you listen to a lot of things today, there's, you know, depending upon the producer, there's a lot of similarity in sound. You know, the arrangements are very similar. The instrumentation is very similar. And so you get these records that sound, you know, very stylized and very packaged. I think with the uh, rise of the indies, to me, that's kind of the oasis. Roger, I'm wondering, uh, have you gotten a copy yet of uh, this uh, latest release from the World Psychedelic Classic series on Luaka Bop and uh, featuring all of Jim Maya's great tunes? Yeah, I just got it. That voice is that voice to listen after all this time was really, um, really kind of amazing. It just uh, brought up a lot of things, and uh, it's, it's a good collection. Roger Bruno, great to speak with you. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. That was musician Roger Bruno speaking to us about the late Brazilian funk master Chim Maia, whom you're hearing now. The CD is Nobody Can Live Forever, The Existential Soul of Chim Maia. Hey, you want to hear the voicemail I got from Yale Evelove of Luaka Bop Records, where he mentioned several other stories about Maya? We've got that at theworld.org. From the Nana Bill Harris Studios at WGBH, I'm Marco Werman. Thank you for listening.